Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And that makes me Mike. And today's my birthday. Birthday. It's my birthday today. Happy birthday to you. You belong in a zoo with the monkeys and the donkeys and the hippos too. Hey, you. Are there donkeys in a zoo? That's more of a know. petting maybe, zoo. Maybe like some zoo probably has one. Mm-hmm. Maybe like there's really, like one, like this really strange place where there's like a tiger that's best friends with a donkey, so they just have them in the pen together. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I believe sure. that. I believe that's yeah. probably real. That's like an Instagram real come true. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, just proof positive that animals aren't assholes all the time. I have perfected my Instagram um, uh, algorithm to the point where all I get when I look at reels I get three types of posts. I get, I get history posts. Mm-hmm. I get hot girls, and I get cats. And it's just like the perfect mix of the three. I don't spend that much time on Instagram, so mine's still kind of all over the place. Like it might be guitars, it might be hot girls, uh, mm-hmm. it might be cats. Oddly enough, I'm in that same vein with you there, except I had guitars in the mind. It might yeah. be something historical because I do have a lot of history stuff going on there, but it's never like a pattern. It's always like some weird random shit where like it'll show me something and I'm like and that and, and people making goofy videos about well, there's a guy. His name is Chris something. I can't remember, but it's like the reasons why I had to apologize to my wife today. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, there are some good comedians on Instagram Dude, he and is TikTok. Funny. He's like, I had to apologize today because it's cold outside. <laughs> you know, it's shit like that. Where I'll have to, I'll shout him out here. Uh, let me, let me look quickly. Well, I'm, I mean, we can still continue to go on here while I look for it. But dude's, dude's fucking is funny, and like very deadpan about uh, his delivery and everything, which makes it. You know, which makes it even better. I just appreciate that there are so many people out there willing to make content specifically just to get famous on Instagram for my entertainment. I love that. Um, (laughs) And Steve-O, oddly enough, is another one that pops up. Yeah, I have. I follow Steve-O. I follow Steve-O. He's quite entertaining. Yeah, dude. Today I'm going to swallow an entire bottle of Oxycontin. Let's see what happens. (laughs) You know. He doesn't do that anymore. I should be nice. He's actually very clean these days, at least as far as I know. He might still smoke pot, but everybody pretty much smokes pot, except for you. Yeah. Well, you know, I, uh, it's funny because like I completely and totally look at this dude's fucking page on the regular, the comedian talking about his wife. And yet I can't seem to find him on my fucking Instagram. Of course you can't. Well, you're under pressure. So there's all kinds of stuff that I don't usually look at is popping up, but not him. A lot of a lot of titties. A lot of titties. A lot of titties. I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. New Year's Day is just a few days away by the reckoning of this podcast. It's actually the 23rd right now. So if stuff happens in the next week that we weren't aware of it, uh, please forgive that or shut the fuck up about it. Doesn't matter to me either way. 
That's um, what I always tell people. I'm always like, excuse me or don't. I don't give a fuck. I mean, it's not going to make any difference to me. Now, I wanted to do something a little special for this year. So what I thought we'd do is we'd do a year in review. Now, this is not a perfect year in review. I don't have a lot of stuff. But these are things that we would be able to comment on. So starting with January 2022, Apple became the first company to reach a stock market value of one of three trillion dollars. That's absurd. Three trillion dollars. Like, like if for six billion dollars, it's believed that you could feed the earth or that you could um, completely do away with world hunger. What could you do with three trillion dollars? That's a number that I can't even I can't even fathom. Like I literally can't imagine that number. Like you say it to me, and I know that it exists. I can't and, even fathom a million. And no. that it's that that it is a real number and that people actually have that mm-hmm. kind of money. Right. But I can't imagine like what would you do with that kind of money? I don't fucking know because I've never had the ability to sit down and really think like, you know, in reality, because I I choose not to fantasize about stuff like that because then you kind of get your hopes up that like, you know, it's possible Mm -hmm. (laughs) that you could have that kind of money. And uh, let's be honest, you might, you might reach a million dollars in your lifetime overall for everything. Yeah. But you're never going to know what it's like to have a million dollars at one time. Right, right. It's not just not going to happen. Yeah, it's just not going to happen at all. Yeah. Yeah. So so what you're left with then is it's almost like a lottery dream. It's like, like you know, you're never going to come by that money, honestly. Yeah. And, and I don't think anybody ever really does. It's either given to them by, by uh, birth and their birthright is based on someone else's suffering. You know, it's inevitable that every time you look at that, that seems to be the case. Yeah. So you've got that. And then you've got um, people who are super powerful, like just able to do whatever they want. Like like Apple, why can't they pay their, their every single one of their employees like $300 million a year? You know, from from the from the the lowest, you know, mailroom stock guy to the CEO, everyone should be making a lot more money than they're making simply oh, because of absolutely. the profit. I mean, the stock value—that's insane. What does that even mean? That number is that money uh, even exist? I you see, that's the thing that, like, for me, I don't believe most of it exists. I think there's a lot of numbers. Mm-hmm. That are thrown around like, you know, like they'll say, oh, well, the national debt is this much and there's this much money. And and like it just like those numbers aren't real, like well, they're real, but they don't exist in reality. Like there's nowhere that you're going to go and find like, you know, uh, 17 trillion yeah. fucking dollar bills or anything right, like that, right. you know? Yeah. Well, it's not backed by gold anymore. So, yeah, you're not no. No commodity is valued at the amount of money that we currently have in our deficit, let alone, you know, the stockbrokers' caches. And, and, and I mean, the money at that point becomes meaningless. 
when you have when you have three trillion dollars, you don't need to spend any money. You're just you just weigh, you're just weight just pushes forward to your will and you get what you want. Oh, well, I mean, it's like one of those things like this is something completely unrelated, but still kind of in the same vein. I see these dudes that have um, YouTube accounts and they have like three million followers. So, you know, they're making a shitload of money and these companies are sending them free stuff. Mm -hmm. The people that can afford to buy the stuff, get it for free. And the people that can't afford it, you got to pay for it. You know what I mean? Like that shit blows my mind. And that's exactly in the same vein of what you're saying. Those people that have three trillion dollars don't have to spend anything because everybody gives them shit exactly yeah it's like promotional considerations yeah and shit yeah paid for by the following yeah exactly (laughs) exactly this person brought to you by macy's yeah it's 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 on it's unreal um that we're never going to understand what that kind of life is like where everything is at your beck and call there's nothing outside of your reach if it exists you can have it if it doesn't exist you can hire a crack team of people to invent it for you i'm just glad i have enough toilet paper on a daily basis and that you know yeah that right there that right there feels feels good to me i'm thrilled (laughs) i'm thrilled that i can keep my house heated um and in the past there were months when i went without you know, oh, so. I, I've been there, man. I've been there with the with the old electric heaters, and uh, thank God I had electric. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I don't know what I'd be doing. You know, like I guess I'd be hoping that my fireplace in the living room was up to standards and able to be used because <laughs> that's, I'd be burning furniture and shit. I don't know. Yeah. Moving on to February of 2022, Russia invaded the Ukraine. Something that's still going on. Going on, yeah. Well, I mean, it's an all-out war. I mean, that really was an act of war. The invasion was an act of war, regardless of what we were told by other sources. Um, It's manifestly obvious that it's a a war act or a Mm -hmm. warlike act, and that uh, Vladimir Putin is um, a monster. But thankfully, he hasn't launched any nukes yet. So, all that died in the wool Trump Republican, you are probably on the side of Russia right now. Yeah, weird, which makes zero sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Well, it's just that cult mentality. They've been they've been ingrained with this idea that Putin is is actually a strong and powerful ally to the United States, and that. The Ukraine is like secretly a bunch of, of Nazis or something. I I mean, it is like the very definition of why you use Occam's razor is that you don't stack you don't stack assumptions on top of assumptions. When you're making an assumption, you use as much available data as you can and you don't stack these assumptions on top of each other. And that's exactly what people are doing. They're saying, well, if if Trump is having a witch hunt, that must mean his enemies are under a witch hunt too, which means Putin is good. You know, it's like, wow, that's a huge logical leap. Like, <laughs> you know, because you can't even prove that Trump is a good guy because if you could, no one would disagree with you. 
if you could prove it, there'd be few people who would disagree with you. But I can't prove that. I guess I can't prove to an idiot that Trump is a bad guy, you know, because they're looking at it and going, well, he did so many good things for white people. And uh, I heard he did good things for black people and some black people who are atypical to the experience of most people uh, told me so. Yeah. <laughs> and said, yes, they are good. He's good. I I remember one day I was at a Walmart and this was right around 2016. And I was looking at a display of Yankee candles and this little black lady comes up to me and she says, these candles are really nice, aren't they? And I'm like, yeah, they are really nice. They smell very nice. And, and I like, you know, burning them in the house and everything. And, and she goes, you know, I like them because they are made in America. And I voted for Trump. That's right. <laughs> I voted for Trump. And I was like, okay, because she was wanting me to be shocked because here's this African-American woman who voted for Trump. Oh, the audacity. Maybe she also figured that, you know, it would be best if she assimilated herself to what she thought you were. Maybe that's possible. I get that from people a lot that think that because I look the way that I do, that I am uh, automatically a gun-toting, rootin'-tootin' patriot. But if that's you know, true, that's heartbreakingly awful that she would feel she needs to conform to some standard to please me. But survival that's not, is I, what it is, you know? Uh, yeah, I guess so. It's, it's sad. To, You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. But uh, unfortunately, I'm sure that there are many people who, who are living that way because they think that it's the, you know, let's not make waves to make things worse for myself. Right. You know, and uh, unfortunately, that's the way that, you know, a lot of people live. Yeah. Because it's not safe. Uh, moving on to March is the slap heard around the world. I'm still angry about this. I got to be <laughs> honest with you. Like, Will Smith is supposed to be like my guy. He's from... Mm -hmm. You know, he's from Philly and everything, but I'm still super mad. Like, I just saw that he has that new movie, uh, Emancipation or Emancipated, <laughs> that just came out. And I'm like, I want to watch it and I want to be happy for him, but I'm still so angry about the slap. I am too. No, I saw like, uh, it's I so saw disrespectful and was so ridiculous. And I understand that he is beaten down by his wife and everything, but still, do better, man. Yeah, yeah, be better. Be better. You're supposed to be you are well, maybe not as much of an an influence as you were to on kids, but I mean when he was the French prince of Bel Air. He said the French, the French prince. prince. He's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I am from Bel Air. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Oh my god. Great <laughs> slip. Perfect slip. Um where is my baguette when he was fresh fresh prince and when he was uh you know doing the music uh you know the fresh prince and the funky uh dj you know fresh prince dj jazzy bunch. jeff and the fresh prince yeah that's right and the funky bunch or that's marky mark no that's marky mark yeah you can't mix those i get them all together. mixed up yeah i get them all mixed dj up. jazzy jeff and the fresh prince yeah so that early music before will smith was making music for his own movies um like was such a wholesome period 
you know, like, like he was such a household name. And like, if you were a kid in the, you know, growing up in the eighties and nineties, you watch that show. I don't care who you were. It yeah. Was just a show that you watch. And you knew that fucking theme song by, by heart. And, you know, um, you grew up with these characters and Will Smith was pretty young when that was going on. So it was almost like growing up with him. And now just to see him as this ruinous, pathetic kowtow or a a browbeaten man who lashes out at others because he can't deal with his own situation. I mean, I mean, he is in an abusive relationship. Let's face it. It's not physically abusive, but, I mean, just from some of the videos that I saw, she is a domineering viper, um, and 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 she 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 we're seeing what what we're seeing is tame. Oh, I'm positive of that. Yeah, you're not going to see the worst of it. Absolutely not. Yeah, I think she's probably impossible to live with. She's probably very demanding of her her children. Which I mean, you know, look at Jaden. What a fuck up that kid is. He is uh, is just a special individual. Like for me to look at, I'm like, that kid is either one of two things. He's either so confused. He doesn't know which way is up or he's really got shit figured out and is a fucking, you know, brilliant. Brilliant individual. If either way, he's out of his goddamn mind. Because. I, I mean, and I say that with admiration based on what you said, because when I think about someone who is seeing the world the way it really is, you kind of have to be a little nuts to be able to do that. Well, you have to be nuts to be brilliant, too, I think. Yeah. I think that those yeah. two things kind of go hand in hand. They do. At Truly, some level. Like true genius. Yeah. 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 True genius is very rarely um, separated from madness. Because you're not, your brain isn't wired like everybody else's. It doesn't think like everyone else's. You, you're an anomaly. You're different. So you must be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> More celebrity trash in April of 2022 is the debt. The Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard uh, trial took place and <laughs> held our attention for weeks, partially thanks to our friend Brandon, <laughs> who insisted yeah. on constantly sending us links about it. It's funny. This actually organically came up yesterday. Uh, I was looking at the free movies that were available through one of the uh, free streaming services on my TV. And I saw Drive Angry and I was like, oh, Amber Heard, she's really hot in that movie. I said, she might have shit on Johnny Depp's bed, but (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) just made me laugh because like forever she's going to be known as the girl that shit on Johnny Depp's bed. Right. Which to me, I mean, how angry you have to be at somebody to take a crap in their bed. I, mean, I don't know that I've ever been that that crossed up angry at somebody. I was just like, I'm gonna do the most off the wall crazy thing I can think of. I'm gonna take a shit on your bed. That's just insane. Maybe she really had to reach to soil the bed in a way that hadn't been soiled before. Mm. I mean, we're talking oh, about I bet stuff happened there. Oh yeah. 
Oh yeah. If that if that mattress could talk, it'd be screaming all the time. It might just be able to with all the DNA it's had pumped into it. <laughs> <laughs> because first of all, you know she's nasty in bed. Probably. I mean, I would hope so. Well, she's bonkers, batshit crazy, and so is he. So is Johnny Depp. Yeah, let's yeah. let's not give him an easy free oh, no. pass no, on no, this. No, 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 no. He is one effed up individual, and they were perfect for each other, I think. And then a little too much alike to be able to coexist. They they pretty much deserved one another. Yeah. 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 Because they're both shitty human beings. Shitty, and and I mean, I don't know. I've come to the realization that when you're in entertainment, you kind of have to be a little bit of a narcissist, just a little bit. Um, even doing podcasting, you have to have a little bit of an ego. Like, I would think so. Look at I me. wouldn't That's be able to, you know, I wouldn't be able to come on here and yeah, crack wise or do anything like that. Crack wise. This is crack fucking wise. 1950s up in this bitch. You wiseacre. You know, I always, I always laugh when I think of Johnny Depp. Because I see like the the well, I don't know. I've I've realized over the last couple of years that cologne and perfume commercials make no sense whatsoever. If you've oh, ever no. seen them, no, they it's like have. some weird abstract thing, and then they're like eau de toilette by you know somebody. Well, watching Johnny Depp's commercials where he's basically strangling a guitar, and then I think like he started out like doing like Twenty One Jump Street back in the day. <laughs> Such a parallel diff, like such a weird, like parallel universe, uh, somewhere across the line where he was like a young, naive, and seemingly very talented actor at one point, and then became crazy and being a talented actor. Yeah, he's, he's I'll give him credit where credit is due. I enjoy him in his movie. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I will, and I'll continue to do so. You'd be hard pressed um, to find a movie that he's made that you don't that you don't get captivated by, right? Whether it's just because it's silly popcorn movie or because it's a really good, because he gets into his roles and you believe him. Yeah. So in May of 2022, uh, scientists unveiled the first image of Sar- of Sagittarius A a black hole at the center of our galaxy. It was the result of an international effort known as the Event Horizon Telescope Project. In 2019, the same team of scientists unveiled the first image of a black hole at the center of the galaxy M87, which is 1,500 times larger than Sagittarius A. But that's a big deal because it's it's the first image we have of, of the one at the center of our galaxy and if it's the telescope array I'm thinking of, what's really fascinating about it is they found that by using multiple telescopes in an array at the same time and compiling the data together, they were able to get a much, much more concise view of a much further away distant point. Um and I, 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 there was a documentary on Netflix that I was watching, and I ended up not finishing it. Um, but I need to watch the rest of it. But uh, basically, they're just using all the telescopes on the world like a super telescope. It's like making a gigantic telescope hmm. that sees much further into space. 
The thing that I find the most interesting about this is that uh, NASA and uh, other agencies are at least 30 years behind uh, news groups and the original Internet, because we all saw a black hole way earlier than 2022 when we saw Goatsy. Uh, that's a red <laughs> hole. Let's, you know, that's a that's just shiny, shiny, taut red hole. <laughs> taut. There ain't nothing well, taught about that shit. Well, you no, can park a Buick in there. Yeah, but at some point, at some point, it becomes taut. So it's flat against that tautness as he pushes his butt cheeks apart. <laughs> I just uh, really wanted to bring Goatsy into the conversation, <laughs> and this is the only place I saw the uh, you know. So opening. you've you've had you've had Goatsy on your mind since we began the such the black hole. Like yes, oh absolutely. As soon as you said black hole, it's the first thing that popped into my head. Hmm. Yep. And sometimes it is at the center of your universe. You just don't realize it. It was for me for at least the last two, three minutes. You know what's fascinating though? Looking one like a little more at space travel, space like astronomy and stuff like that. We have pictures of the galaxies, various galaxies and stuff from the Hubble and uh the 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 web, I think is the name of the new one. Um and when we look at them, these 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 images, we'll see like a, a, an array of five quasars that look identical. And what you find is that they are the same quasar, but because there's something either the quasars themselves or some other astronomical body in the path of the light that's hitting us bends around that, creating the image of multiple versions of the exact same thing. Hmm. So uh, we can't even trust our own um, visual like tools, uh, like image capturing tools and radiation capturing tools, because we have to factor in gravity in order to understand it. But our maps of the galaxy probably aren't as accurate as we think they are, the, the, our maps of the universe. I would imagine that that's probably extremely true because isn't most stuff like like great distances like that, like yeah, like like you were saying, by the time the the image gets here, by the time it travels here with the light, it's changed phenomenally. Oh, for sure. Since that point, even yeah, even as close as Alpha Centauri is still two point seven light years difference from us, or something like that. Um, it is enough of a distance that if it the plant if that exploded today we would not become visually aware of it in our night sky until almost three years from now we might be able to detect it by changes in radiation and other stuff i don't know but i'm not sure i don't think so actually because nothing travels faster than light so yeah we would not know about it until we might be able to predict it but we wouldn't know for sure until three years later. And that's, it would take us probably like 120 years or something to get there. If we tried to travel there. Mm. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. I'm probably, I'm probably way off on that number. I know it takes us like, what, like a year and a half, two years to get to Mars. So I think it's longer than that. Yeah, maybe it's three years. Yeah, it's a long fucking period of time. 
I thought it was like 20 or 30 years or something crazy like that. Really? Yeah. All right. We're going to look it up. Because I was pretty sure. The only reason why I thought that was because I knew that when I heard they were talking about manned spacecraft going to Mars was that like the generation of people that were initially you know, captaining the ship and supposed to be repopulating, the next generation would already be in existence and grown to a certain point by the time they got there. You want to be you ready to be embarrassed? Sure. From uh, NASA, mars.nasa.gov, the cruise phase begins after the spacecraft separates from the rocket soon after launch. Spacecraft departs Earth at a speed of about 24 1,600 miles per hour. During the trip to Mars, it will take about seven months and about 300 million miles. During the journey, the engineers will have several opportunities to adjust the space class, spacecraft's flight path to make sure its speed and direction are at the best arrival for the zero crater on Mars. I'm not really embarrassed by that. I learned something, so it was I'm, good. I'm, pre- I'm pleased to have learned something too. But we were talking like decades here. Yeah, like... that's why I, I I don't know where I got that number from. <laughs> I just ran with it. Seven months, though. So let's find out. Why don't we find out how long would it take to get to Alpha Proxima? Holy fucking shit! In a shingle. I was I was even way. I was. You thought you were off? Man, was I off? Seventy three. <laughs> thousand years (laughs) yeah yeah your christmas card's gonna be a little late a little bit yeah (laughs) not gonna happen that's that's a long long time i i i would imagine well it can't wrap my head around that i really can't it's one of those things like you hear oh dinosaurs existed this far away you know in time and everything and i'm like well, but, but but two three hundred years ago to me seems like an insurmountably long amount of time. So when you're talking well, about like billions of years, I don't even I can't get it. We're talking well, we're talking twenty five thousand years BC. All right, that's like caveman shit. I mean, that's literally like like the height of like the like we're talking like like. Far Cry Primal, <laughs> you know, you know, just ridiculous. So, yeah, it's impossible. There's no way that I can even imagine us taking that long to get somewhere. The, if, unless you had the human beings on like some kind of like sleep system, they would breed and become something so incomprehensibly stupid over the next. It wouldn't 000. even be human anymore. It wouldn't even be human anymore. It would just be a stupid idiot. Well, either that or something incredibly intelligent. I don't know. I mean, it could go either way. Because think about the things that they're going to see. Well, you know, like that would that would blow like our minds, but maybe not the twenty five million years from now minds. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's next on the calendar? <laughs> In June, the U.S. Court over uh, U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade, eliminating the constitutional right to choose abortion in a six-to-three vote. A dark day for humanity, indeed. 
Uh, absolutely. I, I don't think you can understate how uh, detrimental and tragic that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, it is still, you know, uh, a problem, you know. Um, I mean, now that we have, and we'll be talking about the midterms shortly, uh, but now that we have, we have got a lot more power in the Senate um, and in Congress, uh, uh, not Congress, but Congress doesn't mean shit, right? Like, like it's all, it's not the House of Representatives that it doesn't matter. I I, I don't know. The yeah, point the, is that it's, it has it's to- always confusing to me because it seems like one outranks the other even though the second the one that doesn't matter seems to be the higher of the two i just you know like it's it's very confusing and maybe i should go back to ethics and and uh and u.s government 101 here i feel like i should too like i feel like i should actually go and get a college education (laughs) like help me understand even the smallest minutiae of the united states government i I will say because I was clever enough to pass my classes without understanding the source material. And that is bully on me, you know, like good for me. But at the same time, it's a major failing on the part of the education system because they should have seen through that shit and been like, well, listen, we can't let this kid pass. He doesn't actually understand the shit. He's just memorizing. Well, I mean, for me, I was having somebody else do my work for me and stuff that I didn't understand. So, like, nobody noticed that my handwriting profoundly changed (laughs) from one assignment to the next. They weren't paid enough to even Doesn't matter. (laughs) Doesn't matter. Yeah, don't care. As long as it's on record that I got something here and he passed, uh, it's getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. Kids are pain in the ass in the first place. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He farts constantly and waves it around the room. Drives me insane. I just feel like I feel like I was done poorly by my educational um, system and and uh, I don't feel particularly equipped to deal with reality a lot of the time. I can tell you that um, working at our high school opened my eyes to um, some of the shortcomings that and I'm not blaming anybody for my my lack of interest or my lack of effort or any of that. Okay. That was my fault without a doubt. hundred percent. If I could go back and kick my ninth grade self in the ass and be like, look, bitch, pick a fucking subject and stick to it and do your goddamn homework. Yeah. Like it's so easy. Just do I never it. Did Just my do homework. it. I never did my homework. And you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll do tests fine because you already do, but it's the homework that's going to fuck you in the ass the whole way through school, yeah. you know. Uh, but realizing that there were institutional um, shortcomings to me, I didn't I didn't understand it until I went back to work at the school that we went to and got into conversations with at least a few of the educators and or administration people that were there when I, we were going to school there. And like some of the stuff that was brought to light to me just blew my fucking mind, mm-hmm. like about my uh, about my shop teacher and stuff where they're like, well, yeah, they basically made him retire after a certain point because they realized that he was only teaching maybe five out of the entire class. So, oh, how yeah, was I, I me about you that. know, how was I to prevail over 
my own shortcomings when I had other people's also being dumped on me. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it, I, it was doomed from the start. I was bound to, to do or not do whatever, you know, however it worked out was the way it was supposed to work out, I guess. Yeah. And my, I know that, you know, again, I'm, I'm taking full credit for my part in that. My lazy ass shop teacher didn't teach us anything. He tried a couple of times, but he could barely keep it together. Uh, so he just sat in his office all day and fucked around on his laptop doing whoever, who knows what, while uh, we would play games all day and, and fuck around and, and, and socialize and get nothing done. And like his feeble attempts to teach us stuff never went anywhere because pe- kids would just be right in the middle of class talking and not listening to him. He did not have the fortitude to keep them in line. He was a terrible teacher. He had a lot going on. So, I mean, I'm not I'm not excusing him for that. He did have a lot going on. He shouldn't have been in the position he was in. I'm just why I call him a poor teacher. He was not a good teacher. He's not I'm not calling him a bad person. There are other things that he which, again, was an institutional shortcoming. In September. NASA purposely flew a spacecraft into an asteroid, altering the asteroid's trajectory in a test mission that has implications for future asteroids that could threaten the Earth. The double asteroid redirection test, or DART, was the planet's first planetary defense test, according to NASA. Or, if you prefer to be slightly on a more fringe thinking pattern, we could say that they literally just saved us from a planet killer that we didn't, see, we didn't know was coming our way. Well, yeah, you got to downplay it a little bit. I mean, yeah, you don't want to make everybody freak out all at once. Right. Right. I'm just glad that they did it and that it worked. I just I remember exactly where I was. It's so funny, like like how certain things like embed themselves in your memory. And in this case, it had everything to do with what was going on and where I was. I was in a hotel room in Baltimore uh, with my my wife and my sister-in-law. And we were bored. And as a joke, I was kidding. Please. (laughs) No. Um, we were we were bored and we we turned on the TV and I was just flipping through channels and I was like, oh, this looks kind of interesting. What is this? And it was like just a sciencey thing. I didn't realize what it was until watching it for maybe like 10 minutes. I finally started to get the gist of what they were doing. Um and so I'll never forget having seen that. I'll, you know, I remember the night very, very clearly. Um, that was that same night we were like trying to sleep and none of us could sleep. And finally I got up and went down to the lobby for a while. And then I came back up and I was like, are you guys awake? And they're like, yes. And I was like, let's get the fuck out of here. So we left our hotel room at like two in the morning and drove to New Jersey and, and got there just in, t- we got to, um, Kate, Kate May, uh, just in time to put uh, our feet on the sand as the sun rose over the over the Atlantic Ocean. So it was pretty cool. And and about a month and a half, two months later, I got to see that very same sun pass down the, uh, over the Pacific Ocean as I visited California. So what an interesting year that was. Was it really the same sun, or was it a you know the same? body but with different molecules and atoms and stuff 
Well, I was. If you're saying that, then I wasn't even the same person. So <laughs> let's not get too. That is being a funny guy. You know, this this reminds me like I always remember exactly where I am when the McRib and the Shamrock Shake come back out again. Every year. <laughs> it's just, it's magical. <laughs> You're a man of simple pleasures. That's right. And the holiday pies that smell like Play-Doh. Oh, yeah. But taste delicious. September also brought us Elon Musk buying Twitter and 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 quickly with with a passion turning it into a festering shithole where people can say and do whatever the fuck they want without repercussions mm-hmm. and people like Kanye are given a platform he was eventually banned again but still the fact that he unbanned him knowing what this guy was saying on Alex Jones and stuff just shows that that Elon is full of shit. And I was made very sad because I read a tweet. I, I'm I'm almost avoiding Twitter at this point, but I read a tweet by Neil deGrasse Tyson where he said, for all the people who who want to consider all the things that Elon Musk has or hasn't done or said, please remember that he helped engineer uh uh the future of our society with uh, electric cars and stuff and space travel. And I'm like, but he didn't. Yeah, he basically uh, swept in after yeah. all the work was done and, you know, made himself the face of it. Yeah, right. So he didn't do those things. He, he's just he's a businessman and a remarkably successful one. Sure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the reality is he's just a businessman. Do you think that that, uh, you know, that. What's his face? Um, Jeff Bezos. Do you think Jeff Bezos is like an expert musician or like an author? Because when he bought Amazon, it was entirely books. When he founded Amazon, it was 100% books. And when he bought CD now, it's when it became, it was the beginnings of the juggernaut that it is today. It sells everything. Because it was like books and CDs in the same place. This is great. You know, this is, this is, like a Tower Records or something. You know, the CD thing reminds me. Uh, have you um, heard the new Imagine Dragons? You ever listen to Imagine Dragons at all? Uh, no. No. They have a new album out. Imagine Dragon these nuts across your face. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't matter whether or not I listened to that band. You just had that nope. joke. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> In November, on the 15th, the world population hit 8 billion. How quickly is that going to become 9 billion? I don't know. That's that's a staggering number. I mean, we've been we've talked twice now about this. That's a number that I can't I can't comprehend like in units. Yeah. (laughs) I can't imagine 8 million of anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's, or billion or trillion or, you know. And most of them live in China. <laughs> if only I could get India. each one of them to send me a dollar. Mm. Hmm. 
Some of them don't have a dollar. All right. I mean, even 25 cents a piece would, would be good. You're talking about the price of like a, a week's worth of food for 25 cents in some cases. All right. Well, some people give a little more than give me five bucks. Other people, you know, get, give me anything. I'm just trying to make some money here. You should set up a Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah. A Kickstarter for or the uh, um, uh, GoFundMe. I want to be a millionaire. <laughs> Oh my life. I mean, my, it's know, been my dream to be a millionaire. I suspect I, I would get something out of it. I think you have to reach a certain threshold in order to get, accept the money with those things. Hmm. I think. Wouldn't It'd probably know that. be better with a GoFundMe. GoFundMe sets a, a goal, but I think you get the money no matter what. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure with GoFundMe, it's as long as you make something, you yeah. get it, which yeah. uh, again, I'm not making fun of people who do that stuff for legitimate reasons, because I have donated to GoFundMe's for legitimate things. I'm just saying, you know, it'd be a means to an end for me to become a millionaire. Yeah. Yeah. If, you know, people were so inclined to make me so, I mean, I'd settle just for some of the free shit that the millionaires get like, Hey, um gibson fender ibanez uh, any music company out there listening i will take free stuff <laughs> send it my way i'll be grateful i'll tell everybody I you know probably, i hate to break it to you, my but... fucking audience you know all six people will know yeah i was, I was gonna say i hate to break it to you but they're not listening <laughs> i know they're not <laughs> i no, know no one's listening <laughs> <laughs> Also in November, of course, the uh, United States midterm elections took place, as we know, and changed things for the better. Um, I remember very fondly sitting on my brother's couch and, and watching as they were ticking down some of the late votes, you know, uh, I think that was when... Um, They announced that Herschel Walker had won, and then and then later they recanted that he lost, which was such a beautiful thing. Because if that incoherent dribbling moron is is gonna you know be the senator yeah. for <laughs> fucking Georgia, like you know, but with Georgia, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past them because it's not necessarily the will of the people down there. It's the will of one political party that has gerrymandered things. So oh, yeah. that you end up with somebody like Herschel Walker in a runoff mm -hmm. with Reverend Warnock. Uh, and it like, it boggles the mind to think that that could ever happen. Considering yeah. that Herschel Walker literally spoke up both sides of his mouth and didn't have a coherent original thought amongst anything that he said. Well, most of the time... Like, it was shocking how daft. Yeah, and most of the time, not only did he not have an original thought, he didn't have a thought at all. It was word salad. It was just nonsense. You, you, you know, it was like, I can't do a good impersonation of him, but... Yeah, neither could I. I wouldn't even try. But you know, it'd be like, "Hey, I'm against abortions," even though I paid for a bunch of them. Also, <laughs> there you go. that yeah. was that was my Herschel Walker yeah, impersonation. Yeah. There you go. 
And to justify this, here's some potato salad that my mom made. You know, like, like, what? Like, here's a a prop tin sheriff badge. I work with police. The police are all like, he's never worked with us. And he's like, but the badge is real. And they're like, "He's, he's never. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. And then he finds like some sheriff in the middle of nowhere that's probably never met him before. He's like, yeah, he's worked with me. And you're like, yeah, like that's that's totally not that's not true. You just said that because you want to get your name in the papers. Let's move on now to notable deaths in 2022. Kirstie Alley. I mean, notable for some. I I don't like to speak ill of the dead, um, even though I've I've done it on numerous occasions. But she was a very hateful, mm-hmm. angry person, mm-hmm. and seemingly for no reason for no reason other than just to be that way because, like, she had everything mm-hmm. that she could have possibly wanted. Mm-hmm. she never had to worry about a roof over her head that i'm aware of now if i'm wrong somebody correct me never had to worry about putting food in her mouth never had to worry about any of that kind of stuff and yet just hated i mean that seems to be a big you know thing uh for people to to uh indulge in is hating just for the sake of hating yeah yeah well yeah she's not the typical person who would end up being a uh like a bigot like you know she's she's in a position of great wealth and power and ease you would think she'd have no hang-ups about you know people but she does or did yeah yeah so moving on we have jerry lee lewis gallagher uh gallagher gallagher died yeah i didn't remember that yeah Kevin Conroy, the guy who voiced Batman mm-hmm. in in uh, the animated series and several of the uh, other movies. Uh, the Aaron Carter died. I didn't even realize that he died. Yeah, I remember because uh, his brother had posted a uh, heartfelt thing, and that was that made bigger news than his actual death, which was which was strange to me, which is why it stuck out. Now, was Aaron Carter? He was the one that played that basketball game and beat Shaq. I don't oh, remember. Do yeah, remember it's funny. That? Something sports related. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> okay. Maybe. I, I'm thinking it was Aaron Carter. It might be someone else. Um, all right. Leslie Jordan. Uh, Queen Elizabeth II. Mm-hmm. Bob Saget. Very sad for Bob Saget. That was this year. That was this year. It feels like it was longer ago. That's how long this year has been. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, Robbie Coltrane, Angela Lansbury, Coolio. I just brought up Angela Lansbury uh, yesterday or today, as a matter of fact. Just in conversation. Mikhail Gorbachev, Michelle or Nichelle Nichols. I think a lot of people thought Mikhail Gorbachev had long been dead, like I did when I found out. I was like, he was still alive. Uh yeah, I I because was he just fell well. off the face of the planet after like you know two thousand. Well, he probably opened like like 
I don't know, whatever like the national sport in, in, in Russia is, he probably opened up a bunch of games and threw the opening ball and stuff. <laughs> it's like invading other countries. That was the first yeah. thing that popped in my head, which was not what he was about. No, it wasn't. Uh Michelle Nichols from Star Trek. Michelle. Michelle. Yes. What did I say? Michelle? You said Michelle the second no, I time didn't. you said it. Yeah. You did. No, I did not. You definitely did. When you play this back, you'll hear that you said Michelle. And then I corrected you. Well, but you'll never know because you don't listen to the episodes. Well, that's okay because you won't tell me even if you did say it. So that's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Tony Dow, who played uh, uh, Wally. Wally on the Beaver, on Leave it to Beaver. Um, Ivana oh, Ward, don't be so hard on the beaver. Ivana Trump, James Can, Ray Liotta, Gilbert Gottfried, Madeline Albright, who I actually met once, William Hurt, Ivan Reitman, Louis Anderson, Meatloaf, and Sidney Poitier. Meatloaf, who I was not a roadie for. Had he been the food, yes, I would have been. By the way, I do have his full name here. It, it was Marvin Lee a day. So I wonder he went with Meatloaf. Yeah. Yeah, I would have gone with Meatloaf too. Yeah. Plus, I love Meatloaf, like the food. Like, if I was going to professionally be known as something, it might be macaroni and cheese. So. How do we feel about 2022 as a year? Um, I personally have thought it kind of sucked as a year mm -hmm. uh, for me uh, personally, because I spent a lot of it uh, ill or uh, fighting with uh, med changes and all kinds of stuff. Uh, I would rather not uh, go back and redo any of it. I think, you know, 23 starts a fresh slate and hopefully, you know, a better year for me. Um, yeah, I would agree with you on most of that. Um, I, 2022 was the year that I left work. So that was a positive for me because it, it, I, know, I was able to have that freedom to do that. And at the same time, I've been very kind of stationary and bored, you know, so I'm I'm trying very hard to uh, find things to to give me purpose, you know, throughout the day. And yeah. one of the things I've been doing now is I've been volunteering at the Humane Society in Harrisburg, um, and uh, I like doing that. You know, that's right now I'm at the position where it's like I can't quite volunteer with the animals yet. I'm having to do some sort of support tasks to sort of, I guess. I don't know, pay my dues, but I've just got two more hours of that. And then I can start working with animals. And then after that, it's for every eight hours, for every month, I need to spend two hours doing support tasks. So wash some dishes. Hmm. It's interesting they break it down that way. Yeah. Well, like I mean, not everybody gets to come in here and work with animals. Well, everyone got to earn it. Yeah. You got to earn it. Yeah. And yeah. I kind of like that. It sort of weeds out the people who are just trying to, who think that their job is going to be playing with kitties all day or playing with dogs. Like, yeah, you get to do that, but you also have to help out the shop, the, 
the facility. So I think I like it, you know, um, I, it'll make me appreciate it a little bit more when I can actually work with the animals because I'm going to, because I'm going to start with cats because I know cats just a little bit better and I understand their temperaments a little more. And then I'm going to move on to dog walking and, uh, and then I can just volunteer on, you know, maybe like a couple hours of each, each week or something like that. And whatever works for me, you know, whatever's available. Have you paid attention to the, uh, to the uh, farmer's almanac at all this year? Can't say that I have. Yeah, neither have I. Hmm. All right. Well, I'd love to talk about that more, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I see that we're out of time. So that's going to be a story for another time. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Story Time with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Oh, that was God. the most contrived thing. <laughs> giving it to you like the most abrupt end of the show for the end of the year because I don't know. It just it felt right. You know, I and mean, that's just the way that it goes. Sometimes you got to go with what your uh, with what your gut tells you to do. And if you had said you had, then we would have talked about it. But I knew I had, and I'm just curious as to what this winter's supposed to be like because it's typically pretty close. Bye.